Well, good morning. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It's good to be with you all, and I hope you're having a, a good start to your morning. And we're going to be in 2 Timothy chapter 2 today. 2 Timothy chapter 2. So why don't you head there in your Bible now, and this is what we read. This is Paul speaking to his young mentee, Timothy. This is what we read. You then, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses entrust to reliable people who will also be qualified to teach others. Join with me in suffering like a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs, but rather tries to plead, please, his commanding officer. Similarly, anyone who competes as an athlete does not receive the victor's crown except by competing according to the rules. The hard-working farmer should be the first to receive a share of the crops. Reflect on what I am saying, for the Lord will give you insight into all of this. Amen. Amen. And so here Paul gives us three metaphors to help describe the Christian life. And as one pastor once said, you know, if we were honest, many of us might say, I wish Paul would have used different metaphors. I wish Paul would have said, you know, following Jesus is like staying in an all-inclusive resort in the Caribbean. You know, following Jesus is like floating in a lazy river in an inner tube. But that's not what he says. He says, following Jesus is like serving as a soldier. It's like being an athlete. It's like being a farmer. It requires hard work and sacrifice and perseverance. And today, I want us to focus on the first metaphor. And so let's read verse 4 again. He says, No one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs, but rather tries to please his commanding officer. Paul says, being a follower of Jesus is like being a soldier. He says, a soldier, they, they don't get entangled in civilian affairs. And and this does not suggest that as a follower of Jesus, you will never engage in secular activities. This doesn't mean that as a follower of Jesus, you won't go off to work each day and earn a paycheck. That you won't have to, to do laundry or spend time in a long line at the BMV or watch an occasional movie. That's not what, what Paul is saying here when he says, do not become entangled in civilian affairs. What, what he's saying is this, you, you are not... Uh, to allow the, the concerns and the cares of this world to distract you from your ultimate calling, which is to follow Jesus. That, that we can't allow the affairs of this world to distract us from following Jesus well. He says you, you can't allow your, your pursuit of money, your, your pursuit of entertainment, your, your pursuit perhaps for some of us of the perfect lawn, to distract us from what, what really matters. And, and so, you know, a really helpful prayer to, to pray regularly is this. Jesus, is there, is there any way that I've become entangled with civilian affairs? Or is there any way that I've become entangled with the things of this world? Any way that I, I've allowed a screen, allowed a device such as this one to just distract me from what ultimately you want me to pursue. Any way that I am allowing something that, that is ultimately a, a pretty good thing, like 
gardening, like taking care of my lawn, and, and allow this to become ultimate, allow it to become something that is just a major distraction. Is my career, is, is this love interest, is, is my pursuit of money, is it, it keeping me from the life you have for me? Am I entangled within it? You, you know, if your feet are entangled with something else, you, you can't run well. If you, you are entangled within a garden hose. You, you just can't go on a full-on sprint. And, and so let, let us be people who just free ourselves from any, any distraction that would keep us from, from running really hard after Jesus. That's what Paul is saying here. And then secondly, he says we want to be, we, we be free from entanglement with civilian affairs because, this is what he goes on to say, but rather... They should try to please their commanding officer. And so let me read it again in full. No one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs, but rather tries to please his commanding officer. Paul is saying here that, that ultimately well, we're not called to, to please, first and foremost, our pastors. We're not called to please our spouse even. We're not called to please our boss. We're not ca called to please... Our parents were called to please our commanding officer, who ultimately is Jesus. And so, again, a really helpful question to ask throughout the day. A question, in fact, I think would, would change our life if, if we asked it with any measure of discipline. Jesus, is what I'm doing right now, is this action, is this pleasing to you? If we became people who who disciplined ourselves by God's grace to the point where we ask this question throughout the day, I, I think it would change our lives. I, I really do. Is this action pleasing to you, Jesus? Are the words in my mouth right now, are they pleasing to you? I, I want to please you. You are my commanding officer. Are my words pleasing to you right now? Is my work ethic at work right now pleasing to you? I'm working from home. I've got a little bit more leeway here. No one's coming around the corner to see what I'm doing. Is my work ethic today, is it pleasing to you, Jesus? Is the way that I'm talking to my kids, is this pleasing to you? Are my thoughts, Jesus, are they pleasing to you? Friend, if you would just be, be disciplined about asking this question throughout the day, I, I think it really could change your life. Are my thoughts, are these words, is this action pleasing to you, Jesus. I want to please you. You're my commanding officer. And ultimately, we, we know that we don't want to please Jesus because we're trying to earn his love, because we're trying to earn his approval, but, but we want to please Jesus because we find him so compelling, so beautiful, so good, so holy, so righteous, so loving, that it is our joy to please him. What are we called to do as followers of Jesus? We're called to free ourselves, to disentangle ourselves from anything that would distract us from following Jesus. And we're called to, to always be asking the question, is this thought, is this action, is this behavior, is it pleasing to the one that I really love? If you love someone, you want to do what pleases them. All right, well, I hope this has been encouraging to you, and I will talk to you soon. See you later.